Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, the season three finale of Snowfall shows us what Franklin Saint's life could have been if he wasn't the Franklin Saint. We're going to talk about all that and more. It's coming up on the after show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Season finale! I am hyped this time. Oh my god. <laughs> Last two episodes, we've been opening up like... I don't know what just happened. Now I'm like, Franklin stole the show again. We are excited about this episode. Oh my goodness, like I said, it gave us a taste of what Franklin's life could have been if he just kind of was like just regular degular schmegular mm-hmm. you know what I mean guy or whatever so we're gonna get into that but what were you guys' overall thoughts of this episode overall thoughts I ain't gonna lie in the beginning I was confused <laughs> like <laughs> what is going on what are y'all trying to tell me What? how is this piecing together is he dead is he not is this a flashback I don't know but how they brought it together in the end and how Franklin bossed up and pretty much just told like Teddy what was up what he wanted it was just beautiful and I'm excited for season 4 yeah. it's gonna be great yeah we were all confused in the beginning but um as we were trying to like just figure out is this an alternate reality is he in a coma and he's dreaming is this what would have happened before he got into the drug game i just thought it was extremely interesting to see like he's still super smart but Mm -hmm. he's using his smarts in another way he was scholastically smart Mm -hmm. but like in the regular snowfall he's like really business smart like drug Mm -hmm. smart you know and then to see that you know, he still had financial problems, but his financial problems were from school, and then like in his real life, you know, his mom just didn't make enough money. Yeah. So I just love the way whoever wrote this episode and directed this episode did an amazing job. And like she said, at the end when it came together and it left us a little yeah. cliffhanger for next season. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this episode was like super interesting. So we're gonna get into all of that. We have our special segments of our The Drug Lord. We have a top three dynamic duos we're gonna talk about today. Um, and a little something special for you guys at the end of the show. So uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. Like we said, this is basically, so this title of the episode was called Other Lives. And first when it came on, I was like, what? But, you know, as it was going on, we kind of see what they meant with that. So it kind of starts off where you have Franklin on the floor from being shot. And then it goes into him being at school. And then we're all like, what is is happening here? You know what I mean? But it's like he's in school and they're talking about a parallel universe, you know, and then he meets this one classmate and she's like, who are you in the parallel universe? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he kind of says some things like, first of all, I wouldn't even be over here in America. Mm -hmm. Like my people wouldn't have been chained up and came over here. But, um, you know, he talked about like uh, banks in in Africa, like he would have his money, you know what I mean? Kind of something that was like still close to the Franklin that we know in present time, right. you know? So I thought that was like pretty cool, but it kind of went into like his life not really going the right way. So he's in school, he's in school for a scholarship. Like we know he's like super smart, but then there was a mistake on the financial aid 
Mistake. And, right, mistake. Just one extra zero. Because it came in saying that his mom made $100,000 or $110,000, and it really was just $11,000 right. for the year. And so, like, the financial aid got revoked, and possibly his scholarship is revoked. And the financial aid guy had no compassion for him. Just was like, well, if you can't hack it, maybe you shouldn't be here. Right. What were you guys... How did you guys feel about, like, that whole scene when Franklin was, like, having the issues of the financial aid, possibly getting kicked out of school and everything? I thought it was really unique, and it showed, like, you, um, we all know that this show is based off of, you know, the real person, Freeway Rick Ross. Um, and I thought it was cool how... I think they were kind of trying to show why black people or black men or whatever result in this kind of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Dealing with that financial aid, you know, dealing with him, acting like he couldn't, you know, help him get, you know, his funding and things like that. (coughs) I think, yeah, the Parallel Universe kind of show how Franklin discovered what is going on, like how he's going to maneuver this issue at Mm -hmm. hand in real life but it also just showed kind of like the lifestyle of what it was really like and why some people probably decided you know what I'm done with school Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go back into the drug I mean like you know after he left Jerome was like okay well you can start selling weed so you know I think it was just showing both worlds of I don't know what could possibly happen and then what is the result of what could have possibly happened Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah connecting it all together (laughs) so no I follow what you're saying like yeah because it was like um with that, like so, like you said, like it happens in real life, like so many times, like and it was just a mistake, and it was like he wasn't even really given the opportunity to try to fix the mistake mm-hmm. because he said, "I can have my mom send in the W two is the correct one, so you guys will see this is not the amount of money that we make. I do qualify for this, you know. It'll take some time, mm-hmm. it'll take a few days, but you know, let me get that in here." And he's just like, "No, you don't have the time," you know. Like I said, he had no compassion for him, and just like how that happens a lot of times, you know, and Mm -hmm. sometimes some other people get a benefit of the doubt and they have a little more of that leeway if they're, if they do run into a problem, you know what I mean? Or they have other sources that they can tap into like, okay, well, I don't have it here. I can go elsewhere for it. And they they were showing like with Franklin, he didn't really have that. Like Jerome was like, Ooh, I would like to try to help. But you know, Mm -hmm. in this universe, um, uh, Auntie Louie is pregnant. You know, they have a baby on the way. Mm-hmm. You know, the weed game is bringing in some money, but it's definitely not like the Coke game. Yeah. You know, what did you feel about that, Daisy? Um, just going off of what you said, you made some really good points uh, because it. I also just observed how how obedient black people had to be then in order to not make a mistake and say the wrong thing and get their whole lives torn apart. I mean, Franklin came in there very respectful. Not like he had any reason to be disrespectful, Mm -hmm. but he was just a well-mannered, well-spoken man sat there, talked out what his issue was and said that he had a a solution. And then, of course, the the man made a smart aleck remark almost trying to try Franklin. Mm -hmm. And Franklin of course, you know, made the, being who Franklin is, had a smart remark back and that just reminded me of the time where him and his mother went into that office trying to remember, strike a deal with the guy, Mm -hmm. like, let's buy let me buy this property off of you, we'll pay way above market. And then he said that same remark to him. And you remember how he acted then. He didn't jump over that table. Mm -hmm. And, um, and rough him up. He actually left and figured it Mm -hmm. out. So that was a really cool connection that they did, you know, showing, like, almost that Franklin knew, in his reality, knew how to act in that situation Mm -hmm. in order to play chess and not checkers. But back in his alternate reality, he wasn't playing Amy. He just reacted over his emotion. Mm -hmm. You see how that ruined his life. Mm -hmm. So that was just an interesting thing. Like you said, it just gives people a real view into what black people have to go to, go through in order to just 
be normal and mm-hmm. live our mm-hmm. lives the way we want. And then when it, when we turn to alternative lifestyles, people don't look at you know the reasons why. The reasons why. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. Man. So we we have in this uh, world. He also meets Teddy. But he meets him as Teddy this time. So Teddy is a professor um, representing, you know, his his current job in the CIA. And he tries to uh, recruit Franklin. And what I liked is, like, they kind of listed um, everything about him, which I think, like, also plays into, like, present time now. Like, I think it was, mm-hmm. I think these, these attributes of his were real. Like, he had a 3.9 GPA, 1540 on the SATs, and um, they mentioned, like, he had really good critical thinking skills, mm-hmm. and, like, that plays a part of, like, we know, like, how, like you said, like, okay. how street smart and how business smart like Franklin is. So, like, I thought that was kind of cool, but then it shows, like, sometimes, sometimes there's that little slither of hope, and other people can't have an opportunity that comes to them, because right. that was a moment of, like, well, if Franklin did want to go that way, here's, you know, some help yeah like yeah. but everybody doesn't have that second chance it doesn't always come but what did you guys think about like how like let's think about like if Franklin was in the CIA like what are y'all thoughts on that because I we didn't really talk about like yeah. if he actually would have like if this was really he went to the CIA it's just now that we know what the CIA is we know the CIA of what their job description is mm-hmm. but now that we know what the CIA was actually doing it just shows another alternate path that he would have been right back where he was right. selling mm-hmm. drugs mm-hmm. and funding the war yep. it was just now he, he'll be doing it the white collar way mm-hmm. he'll be mm-hmm. Franklin Saint a CIA agent you know he'd probably have to detach himself from his family you know so he wouldn't be working with Jerome and and uh Auntie Louie, he'd be working with Teddy McDonald and whomever. Right. So that was really interesting. And I love the comment that he made that he was able to float between worlds because, like, for example, like, you know, you hear all the time that FBI agents and CIA agents, they go and they, instead of arresting hackers and sending them to jail for life, they recruit them because mm-hmm. even though you have a rough past, Mm-hmm. You're smart and your intelligence. They could use that, you mm-hmm. know. So it's like getting good people, giving them a second chance, but giving them a second chance to do what? Not to still right, do yeah. wrong. To still do wrong. wrong. So then, mm-hmm, go ahead. Then it kind of goes just back into like I don't know, like just just how we were saying how you know black people don't get a chance and they have to go to these alternative routes and do bad things. It's like to me, it's kind of like a trapped mentality. Like regardless, you're gonna still end up doing wrong because you just have to deal the cars or mm-hmm. what's the term that's given to you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so to play the card you would dealt. Yeah. yeah. It's like running it a Thanks, maze girl. almost. Like you make different paths but you still end up either lost or going to the mm-hmm. same exact Just end, a right. different route of right. how it is. So I feel like that's kind of what brought his confidence into later on. Mm-hmm. Like well shoot in my alternate life I mean what is it alternative life parallel whatever I still would have been doing it just the legal route. Right? So yeah. shoot I'm finna boss up and do my thing now. Right. And incorporate them in it now. Yeah because that's what I was like he would be like in this world working for the government but this time knowingly like right, you know, right. basically he is he's working for right. them now but like in that world it was like he would knowingly be be working for mm-hmm. them and a part of like everything that they're doing which I thought like was super crazy but, which also puts in perspective why is it what he's doing now wrong like you know like so if he took this route is it okay it's okay now because he has people behind him but now why is it what regular drug people you know mm-hmm. right. regulars do right. wrong it's because where the where's the money co- going to this money is going to the government so there this is a, some type of white collar like justification like it's funding mm-hmm. the right, war yeah. even though you're still killing the same people with the same product right the money's just going to on one cause and then or the other way the hood way it's going into the black pockets and 
the government's not having that. Mm-hmm. So it's wrong either way. It shows how effed up. You know, it now is. my eyes are open. Let For real. Like, this Thanks was like. <laughs> Right? Because I'm like, this is crazy. And here it is. And it's also like, because Teddy was like, you know, oh, you had the issue with school. That's taken care of. Right. Like, you you can get back into school all for, you know what I mean? To get your, to still get your hands dirty. Yeah. But just in the You're a great way. Drug same comments Reed Thompson was making and same comments Teddy was making to other people. Like, all that problems don't worry, he's taken care right. of. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just so interesting. Like, you, they can, things that were are wrong, because you're in the CIA, you can just erase it. It's like it never happened in order f- to fund their agenda. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Can y'all erase my student loans? Because I'm still paying for them. I'm a good person. Uh. <laughs> no, thanks. Like, for real. That's, that's like real life. That's super real. Um, but yeah, so then we well, then we have another scene, like, because we're in Franklin's regular world. I just like to call it regular because, you know, he is that dude yeah. in his uh, current universe. But um, yeah, so in that, he's working in the convenience store. And then he gets robbed. Wow. <laughs> Daisy had a real, a lot of insight on this because I didn't even recognize the guy that robbed no, him. Yeah, no, you were oh, you know, yeah, yeah, I was like, he scarred me. Those <laughs> he scarred me. When he raped old boy and just like belittled him. And even in this um, episode where he's like, say I'm your, you know, yeah. like, uh, my his character made my skin crawl. Yeah. So of course I remembered who he was. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know, it was just crazy. Yeah. But I thought it was crazy. So in this scene, he's getting robbed. The guy's like, Say you're my whatever, mm-hmm. and he's about to shoot Franklin, and here comes Andre so to crazy. save Franklin's oh, life. God. Isn't that kind of crazy? Like that in this crazy. world, he saved Franklin's life, but Franklin has taken his life. Yeah, this is the true definition of alternate reality. Yes, you know, and but still, Franklin and Andre still had a good relationship until this. Mm-hmm. So I believe Andre would have done the same thing for Franklin before then, the whole drug thing, yeah. you know? Um, but that, that was just so crazy that Tyra made that connection because I didn't, because it's been so long, I did not even see his face in the same way. But, like, he was the one person, I mean, he's always been doing bad. So he did, yeah. he did, he did bad in ultimate mm-hmm, reality, mm-hmm. he did bad in real reality. That, oh my gosh. And Franklin was so scared. Uh, he he right? was. And you know, Franklin's not scared he's in his never, real life. He's never seen bossy, him like that. He doesn't yeah. shiver. He'll never say he's anybody's B-word. Even in the first season when he was, like, at Avi's. Yeah. And like that, like, he showed, like, he's, like, <gasps> Right when he pointed the I'm gun, tough. he's like, I can, stand, I can take this." Yeah, that, that was, was a really hard scene for me to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, but I brought up that scene because the guy was saying so much, like, "Say you my B I T C H, say you this, say you that," and that's when Franklin started coming back. Mm. And I feel like it was like, "I'm nobody's," mm-hmm. you know. You can't so that's how you connect. Really for me, that's to- what I felt to this what we saw later when he mm-hmm. woke up when from he woke this. up because it was like then you know you have like all this monologue that you start to hear from like Franklin's mom and there was like a yeah. different voice it didn't really sound like her I don't know what was going on there but you know just all this basically like you've been through a lot and you have to fight you can't give up now and even mm-hmm. Franklin's kind of his own voice like I'm you know I'm to do this for my people you you can't give up now I'm nobody's bitch yeah like I'm gonna wake up I'm gonna finish what I started Oh yes! So, boom! Here we I are. I like that re- revelation. I just want to watch it again. Like, <laughs> I definitely have to watch it. I gotta again. watch it again. Also, it is one of those where you. I think I need to watch it because I'm. My, my, I'm still trying to collect mm-hmm. what happened and talk about this right I now. I also <laughs> want to watch the first episode of the first season and then watch this yeah. episode mm-hmm. as well because there were some things that were still, even though we were in a parallel universe, and things that were still 
um, true to, to life to Franklin's life, like yeah. because he wasn't in school and things like that. So I want to see how much it ties in. But yeah, but I feel like that's basically why he kind of you know we we that that was a transition to bring him back. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So now we know that he survived those gunshots and. He's trying to, you know what I mean, like get better. It looks like he's like in rehab or something like mm-hmm. that. And his dad is there helping him, which I love that too because you, oh, you show like, it. you know, Be, he wasn't that there, but now yeah. and he literally had his back. Yeah, yeah. I'm such a girl. I'm wow, emo, it's just like, so much. <laughs> no, I was emotional too. <laughs> yeah, it's just so much with this whole like. I, I really want to know where the, what the writers were getting at with this parallel universe because mm-hmm. like how we just broke it down. Like in a way, it kind of shows the real struggles of what Black people go to. It's like either way, you're still trapped in this kind of lifestyle, regardless if you go legit or if you go bad. And then in a way, it was also kind of like this is building Franklin up to be this bossed up version of him. So mm-hmm. y'all, let us know what y'all trying to tell us. Are we on track with what you guys were doing? <laughs> Let with, us know. With that point, like, what were the writers trying to get at? Now that I'm looking at it, it's almost like, you know, like, throughout the season, we were asking, maybe I was asking myself, like, why doesn't he just get out? He has millions of dollars. He could stop at any mm-hmm. time. He could flee the country. And then you you see this alternate reality, and it's like, there's a reason why he's not going to get out. Because he now that he has all this knowledge of what the government is doing, he's seeing himself as an equal. Like, if they can profit off of it, I'm going to profit off of it, right. too. You know, I know he knows, because he's a smart man, that what he's doing is wrong and the damage he's done, but he's probably seeing it as like this damage is going to be done. Mm-hmm. So Regardless I might as well if I'm profit on this from end. it, yeah. right. right? So like that reality just kind of gives you your answer. There's a reason why he's not just going to get out of it because mm-hmm. he could have ended up in it. Through the CIA through way. Through the CIA, yeah. Or without him, and it would have still been going. Then under the CIA, that way he would have still been He late. still would have been. Same thing. And yeah. his name would have been. Why am I so excited about this? <laughs> because I was low-key really confused. I'm not going to lie. I started this episode Now confused. that we're talking it out, it <laughs> yeah. it's all like coming together. Everything is coming together. And so, like, we're going to get to, like, Teddy and, and um, Franklin's meeting. But then everything is just gone to shit. Like, it's kind of crazy. (laughs) It's it's super crazy. So, there's like all these gang wars going on. You see like, man boy riding down the street. I'm like, is this a clip from The Purge? Like, he's hanging out the car. I was like, what's happening I mean, it's just, I love how, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry, but it's just kind of just like going back. I mean, I don't know much about, you know, L.A., gang history. Mm -hmm. So, in the comments, be gentle because y'all be going in. (laughs) Oh, no, they do that. They be going in. But, I'm thinking back, I do, but like gang wars were yeah, real. No, so I love how they're still adding this historic aspect to it. And I was trying to thought, but yeah, I yeah. feel like it's just awesome. No, it was, it was really real because the news clip was real. That yeah. was a real clip from, from that time. So like that's showing like how those gang wars, like it was a real thing. And it, it showed like how, um, Franklin's role in everything and his importance, mm-hmm, you right. know what I mean? And how he kind of was handling everything and since when T was down like everything was down you know mm-hmm. what I mean there was nobody to really mm-hmm. keep order around think about that's a really good point like Franklin really is the keystone of his community mm-hmm. because even though he's doing bad none of this was happening while he was still running the streets and that made a that tied to the point he tried to make with Teddy at the end he was just saying like I I already did the damage. I can't mm-hmm. stop now. I just got to mm-hmm. keep going. Right. But but and now I just have to piece it back together. Piece it back mm-hmm. together. Can you? And he was telling his mom, "I can't get out now. Like, look yeah. what's happening. You uh, know, yeah. like I have to do bad in order to restore the good. It's just yeah, it's, such it's, a it's, mind it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But like it's yeah. it's real, and he has to kind of fix it because, like we said, everything is going to hell, and the family is even fighting. You had um, Louis and Jerome like arguing with Frank Franklin's mom. Like, was like, oh. He wasn't like, mm. <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with me. But no, but 
Yo, Franklin's mom though. Bust up. That Listen. mama bear came out Listen. of her. My mother. This son. my mother. Son. I was like, okay, okay. Well, sissy. Where this been at this whole time? Right. Really, though. That was because her baby was hurt. Yeah. Her, her baby, baby was my baby. Hurt. Oh my god! And remember, Jerome it was crazy how Jerome was acting because Jerome almost lost his life too. He did mm-hmm. in the midst you know? of all of that. And, but the thing is, the difference is no, no, no. It's no difference because he was trying to back out of this. Remember, he was like, "I want to focus on yeah." Mine. So now, how to, to be so? I think it's because he wasn't being he was being a little insensitive. But to see what the community has gone through while mm-hmm. Franklin, Franklin was down. gone, it's, he understands like this can't stop now. You're it in the can, drug yeah. world for real. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. like so, he said to um, Franklin's mom, what's her name? Sissy. Frank- Sissy. Um, they need Franklin back. Like yeah. he has to fix this. And even to her, like you know, you're in the drug game now. Yeah, because you right. know everything that's going on. This is your son. Like you're in this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, you, we can't just, you know what I mean. You know, like yeah. wash our hands with it and be done. And see, but un- that's kind of Sissy's fault too because she's always she's been playing the fence this whole time. I want to support my son, blah blah blah. And now that he's gotten shot, it's kind of just like, no, we need to pull him out. But I'm glad Jerome did set her straight. Like you're in this just as much as Franklin mm-hmm. is in it, and just as much as as I'm in it. Yeah, you've played a part in this whole gang right that's going on, and we have to bring it back together. So I love how Franklin did end up coming back and just like you know what, we just gonna have to do it. We got to do because. Mm-hmm. I think she's just missing the overall picture, and it's just like, sis, it's it's too late. We're mm-hmm. too deep now. You she's in for herself. She, like, I think just she realized, though, because she did say he'll come back when he's ready, and she was telling him, you're not healed. So she was just like, get better, be yourself, then we think about it. But they were like, no, now. Yeah. But no, she also yeah. wanted to leave. Like, when yeah. they were in the house, like, she was like, why go. can't we, can we go? go? Yeah. yeah. Like, we've got the money. She's not for this life. She's she doesn't not. understand. That's what you're trying to tell her. You are in this. Mm-hmm. You don't just you don't just clock out like it's a nine to five. So I think that when he's better was just a cover of, like, give us more time and we right. about to be out right. but mm-hmm. you know but they were just like I said you, you they can't just wash their hands with this you know what I mean like they started this they have to fix it and finish it and mm-hmm. so that leads us to uh, Franklin meeting up with Teddy mm-hmm. bossing up yes. like that whole the it, the it analogy, was just beautiful. Yeah, right? the analogy was so beautiful. And he always has something good. Like something Franklin good. is so smart. Because you know what my favorite part of it was when he walked up and he, you know Teddy's like well you look a mess basically no 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 he <laughs> said he, you look you were sight for sore eyes which means yeah. like he's so good, glad to see him that's what he was saying yeah because yeah. he's been the, he's, he's the resource too so right. Franklin being down has made everything, everything. fall apart Teddy has yeah. been affected by this also yeah so but to get to that okay so phrase that wrong but so what I was going to say was that him saying what doesn't kill you makes you sharper Mm -hmm. not stronger we always hear what doesn't kill you makes you stronger Mm -hmm. in a sense maybe it's the same but like Franklin was saying sharper so you know now you know what went wrong you know how to fix it Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like you just you always well for me like I just being like in church heavy like when people would do sermons about like you've been through a struggle before Mm -hmm. and you feel like you're going through the same struggle but it's not the same because you've been there before so now you know how to do it differently Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah amen amen so <laughs> we're going to <laughs> Franklin know, right? on, we're going to Franklin knowing how to move differently now. Yeah. yeah. Knowing how to use all the information that he has. He doesn't need to hold it. He can boss mm-hmm. up. Like he said, he's not afraid to die anymore. He's not afraid of jail yeah. anymore because he'd been there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't for a long time, but he was there. He got jumped. Like it was not easy for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he did that already too. So if I have to go back and do these things again, I will, because once again, mm-hmm. I already know how to do them. So 
It's nothing you can hold over yeah. me. So now we're going to do this and we're going to do it the right way. We're going to do it my way. And like you guys said, like the analogy he used talked about um, L.A., the L.A. floods. Mm-hmm. They realized like they're having an issue, having an issue. They brought in the government mm-hmm. to help them out. Right. And then he was like, so I'm going to bring in the government. So whoever's having a problem, whoever poses a threat, I'll give them up. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. you'll, you'll take care of them, whoever you are. I just love how he just sprinkled on in there. Mm-hmm. I know that you with the CIA, mm-hmm. regardless. You know, you're. I know that you I need know who me. You are. Like yeah. you, you can't. Hold, you, I can't be your slave because I know you now. Mm-hmm. And I, we've been watching this buildup of him just figuring out who he was, and you know, Andre, you know, finding that evidence and stuff, and there, you know, just being scared that the government will shut him down. Mm-hmm. So I just loved seeing how he just flipped the script, like how this just made him so strong to be like you know what boom I done been through hell and back but I know you and I'm not scared anymore I'm just gonna sprinkle in there that I know who you are and I'm gonna use who you are to my advantage Mm -hmm. because you still need me and I'll make you a big a bomb CIA agent if we just work together together. and like protect me yeah this whole season we were trying to figure out how is he going to use this information Mm -hmm. like how is he is he just gonna be like I know who you are he comes in but everything that's happened to Franklin allowed him to have like this rollout moment I mean between uh, just becoming Franklin Saint, mm-hmm. going to jail, uh, seeing Jerome shot, him now being shot, almost losing his life. Mm-hmm. It's literally that pre- prepared him for this moment to not to completely be fearless. And also to see that Reed took him out of jail. Mm-hmm. So you, de- you, like you said, you definitely need me. And there's not a thing that Reed could, or Teddy could have done when he... I guess expose him, saying like mm-hmm. you're you're a CIA. Like agent. I know mm-hmm. who you are. So every single thing that happened to Franklin these past three seasons has like prepared him for this moment, and that means next season is going to be absolutely crazy Ooh, because crazy. now they're not working in the dark anymore. Mm-hmm. No. So like you know how it's so interesting how they do the alternate the two worlds rather like mm-hmm. Teddy's world it's all dark and he's in some place he's in Mexico right. he's in some cellar <laughs> yeah. and then you have present day LA and it's like brighter. I wonder if next season's going to be like one shade like regular color mm. TV yeah. and like they're working together and like the lives are not you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, it's like, not two stories or, trying to come together it's one story. Or when they're trying to go when they're going to these different countries getting the product and stuff like will Franklin be his right hand man right. like yeah. how is that going to play out? Because we seen him go to Panama with gonna, Avi right? so we saw him that he is capable of traveling internationally mm-hmm. you know I don't you know what? Franklin has to hold down his LA street so he probably won't be traveling too much mm-hmm. but we just know like if he has to run to Columbia real quick with Teddy he gonna run to Columbia real mm-hmm. quick with Teddy. And it's like, he but, doesn't... I'm sorry, but you did give a valid point when we were watching. You were just like, they didn't shake on it, though. So, yeah, true. yes, we have these feelings that it's gonna, you know, this is how we think it's gonna pan out, but... It, they can take a whole different turn on us and Teddy be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not a CIA agent. Blah, blah, blah. And then we just like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but I think he knows that Jake is up, Jake is up and he is shook. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Franklin, without calling him Teddy McDonald, calls him Teddy McDonald. That means his whole cover is blown. Mm-hmm. He mentioned the war so casually. He was like, and I could just help you fund this war. He probably think, like, how the hell did he know about right? this war? Right. How the hell did he know any of this? So that shake, I mean, I wouldn't have shook either. I would be like, oh shit, hold yeah. on, let me get my stuff together. I think it's going to work but it does it, it It still at least leaves us with that question yes. they have to have some type of question because I know I've like we said these past what two episodes they were so 
full of like that those shock moments like oh my god and we were like these seem like finale shows like why is it going like this but then right. it's like we realized like this isn't all about the oohs and, oohs and ahs it's about storytelling mm-hmm. like this was mm-hmm. great Ooh, storytelling great this episode right it was. so it was like we'll leave you with questions we'll have you wondering we'll have you thinking about what's going to happen what next is season yeah. what, what are you Instead getting from like, this like, like, are we going to see exactly. Mel in jail Mel are you in jail yeah, what Mel? is Mel because yeah Mel you should have popped up in this episode because we got beef like, a lot of beef <laughs> I hope that girl come back and jump you that's what she like, do did she like just dip out and back out like that she I didn't like. Like, like I'm, I love how they did this whole universe thing or dream, whatever we want to call it. But I, I still wanted them to piece a little bit what happened. Like you know, after the shooting, who came in and found him? You saw that though. I remember, mean, remember that like dark room you saw sissy over his body. So it looked like still like the like, as he was waking up. It was like real quick too. Like you see, when he was getting out the water. After that, like you see, this like looked like a locker room. I don't know what type of dark room that was, but she was over his body real quick. So it looked like they found him, oh, and you know what I mean. But they don't—they didn't tell you like what happened to Mel. Where's yeah, Mel? Yeah, right yeah, now? We she, know she, Mel she, she briefly touched on like you know I saw him on that table. He was dead for three minutes, and then he mm-hmm. came back. Mm-hmm. So we saw that, but I just wanted to see everybody at the scene. I wanted to see them at the like being in sh- like you know oh what? Season four could open into that, yeah. like Ooh, showing him being rushed into the hospital and showing them try to keep his life together and showing Mel like freaking showing out. How everything yeah. went crazy. Ooh, oh my god! Like, so okay. maybe that's what that is. And this, the what they wanted us to get out of this episode was just the ev- like how Franklin has just evolved because we've all season we've been talking about how Franklin has just been growing and growing and growing. So maybe this episode was just for us to see how he is going to piece together all of these little things that mm-hmm. he's been trying to he's been investigating mm-hmm. so now that it's come together it's like okay boom <sighs> this is what we're going to expect from Franklin next season and now we can show you guys what really went down yeah. and we need to see where if this if he's going to end up paying this police officer who has him on or is he, if Teddy's just going to get rid of him for right him. because now t- now, now he has CIA in his pocket so mm. excuse me Mr. Little Beat Cop Officer we can get you rid of you you're going to be paying me or else be gone and you're gonna be gone. Oh, take okay. care of it, y'all. Every first of all, the chat is live. Is okay, what are they saying? Everybody's everybody confused. Is it a? <laughs> it was it an alternate universe? Was it a dream? Um, we talking about Sally Mae. Listen, oh, we all going through the city lows. Listen, um, sharper. No, Franklin's mom's been a gangster. I don't know Everly Jr. Nah, I don't know if she's nah. been a gangster. I don't know if she she been a mom. she been a strong woman. Yeah, yeah. but a G. I We're don't happy know. Jerome ain't dead too. We was a little shook we was about, that. about that. Um, yeah, people saying they got to go back and watch it too. We're mm-hmm. all just confused. Yeah. We're yeah. all confused together. Definitely a second watch because we were we were thinking like I, I was thinking that like maybe this was Franklin's life before he got into the drugs, but when they brought Teddy in, it was like okay, no, this has to be alternate because. He didn't know Teddy yeah. at all. And mm-hmm. then also, um, with Louis being pregnant, there is no baby now. You know what I mean? So this wasn't a before. It yeah. has to be, you know, Franklin was like in a dream, in a coma. Like I said, I'm going to put him in a coma. He was yeah. in a coma. Mm-hmm. They didn't say he was, but I put him in one. Um, so <laughs> I, I think this I, I, was everything that going on his heart stopped. Yeah. yeah. I honestly just truly believe they were just showing what these what black men go through. Mm-hmm. And regardless, we it's like we always kind of just get... Suck, like stuck into this lifestyle yeah. regardless if we were going to go legit with it or if mm-hmm. we were going to go the yeah. other way. 
Yeah. So, well, that kind of wraps up this this episode. So, like, yeah, um, I think we all are going to watch this again. <laughs> Excited for season four. Um, but for our finale, oh, we're... Sorry, okay. really quick. At, as Edward was saying that his that Jerome ain't dead, he said his birthday is 923, by the way. Happy early birthday. Uh, happy early birthday. birthday. Turn up for Franklin and them. Because <laughs> <laughs> Franklin's but birthday is our... September 1st, so happy birthday, Dan. Yes, we gave Love him um, a shout-out last week for mm-hmm. his birthday. Mm-hmm. Virgo season. But yeah, so let's get into our special segment with um, our drug lord special segment. Special segment. Okay. We can't have the finale without having this. We can't this. have the finale. So today, our drug lord is William Leonard Pickard, a.k.a. the Acid King. So William was, well, is this famous chemist who actually um, created or, you know, took part in creating acid. Um, and he was one of the biggest producers of the drug. He manufactured massive amounts of the drug in a secret super lab located at a shut down nuclear missile silo near um, Wamego, Kansas. So he was pretty much like legit in the kitchen whipping up the drug, oh, wow. like creating this drug called acid. Um, and two, in 2000 he was ratted out by another chemist. So, okay, they it was like he had a team. It was like a team of chemists who all like worked together in this lab and they were putting this drug together and they created it and they all were like, you know, doing their thing. And in 2000, he was ratted out by another chemist and he was arrested um, outside of his secret lab when he was like driving a truck full of his lab equipment. In 2003, he was sentenced to two life sentences in a maximum security prison in Arizona with no parole. Not two. Yeah, two. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So um, what's just interesting about this particular drug lord is he came from a good family background. His parents were like perfect. It was a professor. It was a lawyer. He was an honor student basketball. He wow. um, had a scholarship to Princeton, but he dropped up, dropped out after um, his first term. But he still kind of took this path to the drugs. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that about other drug lords. But for him, it was just interesting to me because he actually like studied the drug. Like he was into it. He created it. Like yeah, he came from a northern. It's like he came from a glorified normal lifestyle, Mm -hmm. but he used it his smarts and brains that lifestyle in a good way to create a drug, but it ended up backfiring. I don't know. Yeah. Crazy. So anyway, um, he was before he was arrested in 2003 he was arrested in 1997 um, and sentenced to 18 months in prison after being caught um, creating ecstasy in his basement so he's just like this known <laughs> <He's crazy. laughs> oh, wow. like he's on some breaking bad kind of stuff um, and then in 1988 he was also caught again this time he was making the um, acid again and he was sentenced to 8 years in prison but he was released in 1992 and after this arrest that's when he went to Harvard and he actually studied drug abuse in the Soviet Union. So not only was he creating these drugs, he was studying, like, how drugs affect you and how, like, the abuse is and he kind of just, like, it's like he kind of he was genius in a way of knowing how to create a drug that I don't know, wouldn't kill you or or make you more addictive? Is he trying to get people more addicted? Yeah. He's making money. He was just very, he was very cool. I think it was crazy. I think it was cool. I think it was But we are not glorifying We're not glorifying it, but I thought it was really cool. Our disclaimer, we are not Um, glorifying uh, drug lords and drug dealers. Yeah, so after 
after he studied all of this at Harvard, he actually became a drug researcher and he was appointed a research associate in neurobiology at Harvard Med School. So it's kind of like he finessed. Like he went to jail and for selling, for creating this drug. He then ended up going to school after prison to learn more about the drug and he used all that as a finesse to create more drrugs and sell it to the community. I don't know. He I'm was, not trying to be that person, but that got privilege written all over it. The no, fact that's that you have I, conviction I say and that. you get to go yeah, that's what I mean. So, um, anyway, he's still alive. Um, he is in Arizona in prison. And it's crazy because he has, like, fans. Like, as I was wow. looking him up, people, like, glorify him. They're just like, this man was really, like, what did he do wrong? They think that the acid drug is not a bad drug. And he was really smart in what he did. So, um, I don't know. I guess, okay, as you can well. see, I was really interested in this guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, William was a chemist who created acid and... Yeah, he I was great. William. <laughs> I'm not gonna hate on you. You did your thing. I'm not gonna hate on that. So <laughs> we're gonna add um, a special, uh, special, special segment. Um, so at the top of the season, we had like a top three that we did. So we're gonna do another top three dynamic duos, just in honor of like Franklin and Leon, because we love them two working together. So we have a top three of our dynamic duos. So I'll hit it off mine because we're just doing like just period in life, movies, whatever. So I got Martin Lawrence and Will Smith and Bad Boys. One, two, and three that's mm-hmm. about to come out. Because their chemistry... Amazing. 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 The fact that they can do a three in 2019 when the first one was made like 97, I think. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not back, back in the day. And it still works. Like, everybody's excited. So that's that. Um, my dynamic duo is Jay-Z and Beyonce. They're Ooh. literally out here building an empire. I mean, Jay-Z is now with the NFL. Beyonce is doing her thing for the culture, Coachella. You know, endless things that they have done for the community to represent us black people in a positive light. So I think they're an amazing duo on the run tour, lit. Everything about them is just lit. And of course, I have to acknowledge our I think the pinnacle of life, our biggest dynamic duo in life, Barack and Michelle, our first black president, our first black lady. And just to acknowledge that in the eight years that Barack was president, he had almost a pretty much blemish free track record. I mean, he was an upstanding gentleman, an outstanding president. Of course, he had his faults like any other human being, but he really represented himself and his family, and he's going to go down in history not only for being the first black president, but just being an accomplished man with a beautiful family. And Michelle, again, what just the paramount of yeah. beauty and womanhood and just amazingness. So that is our dynamic duos. Our favorite dynamic duo. Shout out to Franklin and Leon because yes. this is what that was a kick this topic off. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> so before we get out of here to close this out, um, the the writers and the creators and everyone uh, kind of did like a little special tribute to John Singleton in this episode. So I don't know if you guys caught it or not. So I have a few pictures to show you guys just in case if you didn't catch that. And it was kind of funny when I did the uh, red carpet for the season one of the directors kind of said that like oh little trinkets I've been watching all season like I didn't see anything what is Mm -hmm. he talking about but everything was in this episode I believe I'm not sure um, if I'm correct or not but I believe the campus was USC and that's where John went. Mm-hmm. Um, we also um, we could try to pull this pitch up. We also had um, his son. So when Franklin, the little boy, when he was walking through the hood, picks up a little ball, a toy, gives it to a little boy. That's John Singleton's son. Oh, so cute. So we had like a picture of like Leon and um, Damson holding him. Isn't that so precious? Yeah. And then we have um, 
this uh th- this young guy who was also just like that same scene walking around filming everybody and I was like he's looking like John he had on a hat he had on the glasses mm-hmm. and then he had on the exact hat that John has worn before right there I think it says South Central Cinema on it that exact hat and that shirt almost kind of looks like the shirt yeah. like you know what I mean so it was like that was definitely like a picture of, of so of, cool yeah to kind of recognize John he always had on a hat and always had on glasses and mm-hmm. had that camera around him so just showing those those just pictures yeah. that, that film nerd that right, they tried that to call him <laughs> but you know just around the hood trying right. to capture his kind of capture it and then he um like the, the picture that, that kind of just was up when he was like leaning on the stop sign he had a picture of Malcolm X and um, the guy in the show had a shirt on that said uh, by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. So kind of in the same way like you know John was always about telling our stories putting our messages out there by any means necessary. If it's by art however I have to do it it's going to be done. So just rest in peace John Singleton. Man. Wow. Well he created something great. I cannot wait for season four. I can't wait either. It is going to be so exciting. Yeah, and hopefully see us back here again. Yeah, you, you, you guys will see us all back here. Um, Portia was out this week, but oh, she will yeah. be back for season four as well. She will. Um, we all said we're going to watch this, this season um, again or this episode again. So leave your comments, guys. We're, we'll be there to talk about it. It's not over. We'll be in the comments, okay? So until next season, you guys can catch me on Instagram and on Twitter at ElmarieTV. And you guys can find me on all social media platforms at underscore Tyra Prude. And find me on Instagram at one a day day. That's one, oh, one a day day. That's 188 easy. <laughs> Let me act like I work here. <laughs> all right. Bye, Bye y'all. Bye.